0: What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl Sapphire. And oh my gosh, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Your girl is already dripping a little wet from today's guest because he's just coming in with his fine sexual chocolate self. And we're actually going to tap into the male intellect today talking about toxic masculinity and proper king behavior by another, none other than a king himself. Some of y'all know him as Cuck Matchmaker from the Moan app, BNWO. Some of y'all may have met him during Splash Mocha. But let's just call him Pharaoh because that's who the fuck he is. Pharaoh, welcome, welcome, welcome to Earplay. Thanks for having me.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me, my love. Let's get into it. Let's get it.
0: Okay, yeah, let's get into it. I don't even know where to begin with you because out of the times that we've connected on Moan, you know, thanks to King Dom, I mean, I just feel I've been just very penetrated by your mind. And
1: You said penetrated. I like that word.
0: Penetrated, okay. I (laughs) I love my mind being stimulated and, you know, full disclaimer, I'm usually not attracted to men anymore like that. But it's like there's something about a man who speaks his mind intellect shares just similarities where I'm just like oof splash panties go to the floor <laughs> the whole thing so thank you for just being one of the few main. Before that thought I,
1: I, I want to go into that like after we get your, your points in let's remember that point like put a, a pin in that and let's talk about that later. I want to dive into that okay so into mind ahead,
0: penetration say. got it got it but let's well, 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 mind penetration and also
1: having speaking about it from a woman who's already like hey I'm, I'm women are my thing, but situations come around, mm-hmm. people come. Gonna, that's what I want you to pick. All right, so go ahead.
0: I got it. I got you. So let's talk about this, Pharaoh. You are a man of many trades, but let's talk about why you're here. You specifically wanted to address toxic masculinity, and especially in your case, talking ma- toxic masculinity in the world of holding. And just the world of being a black man in a big fetish world, you know, talking about being women's bulls, white women's bulls, you know, to be exact.
1: Right. So I knew what I was doing by picking that topic because it, it's going to catch the eye. And, and that is uh, the the talking point right now. Top and bottom line, it's like this. <laughs> and you kind of just touched on it anyway. Men built the world, fam. Like, like, like. And really and truly, men, real men, I'm not talking about the lames, I ain't talking about the betas, none of that. Men that give a fuck about women only want life to be comfortable for you, period, full stop, period, right? So we make these things comfortable for you so that, it and so much to the point that now women are like, no, I want to complain a lot. No, I want to tell you what's up. And it's like, okay, are you well within your right to do it, hey, that's so fine. Because babe we made the tampon for you babe we don't we don't we don't need that bitch. a man created that for a woman you know what I'm saying and we go through countless of inventions that men have created so it's like it's toxic in, in you know whatever the words they're using now but it's so essential like just like what you're talking about not so when I hold that that topic until later but it's like just like what you're saying so many women who identify and present as such and such, you know, they already have their ideas, their paradigm or whatever, but it's like, they still have a great level of respect for me and what I'm doing. That they, they may not agree with everything, they may, like, whatever, but it's still like, if, if some bullshit was to go down, because that's really what it all boils down to. When, when all of this, you know, whatever's made up or whatever, it all boils down to the molecule, it's like if some shit goes down, do you want me to be around you, to protect you, or, you know, some shit goes down, or do you want to be around, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like We can say whatever we want to, societal norms, all of that shit. All of that shit. And and COVID kind of showed you. I'll give you an example. Toxic masculinity. I'm going into this, uh, you know, I live in Miami Beach. So we got, like, smaller stores or whatever that's on the beach or whatever. So, and this is COVID, right? Three people. Two men, one woman. One package of toilet paper. Mm. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm the two men look at each other and, and it's an unspoken communication because men automatically know it's competition between us. It's just period. And we thrive in it. The, the real men, yes. we love competition. It makes it better. You know what I'm saying? But in the middle of them is a woman. Like, like they automatically have a comp- like, like a unspoken, yeah, we about to get it. <laughs> but it's also a competition, she's not going to get it because she can't compete. All you gotta do is mush her to the ground. She done. You call it toxic masculinity, but if both of those dudes are fighting for a woman that's back at home, is it really so bad?
0: I are think they, it. You know what I'm saying. I think it comes down to an ego thing, that, because I've definitely talked. Because I've talked about this with my man before, and you know, out of the men that I do have sex with, there's another partner that I do have like sex with often, and. Even though they get along with each other there is you know almost a competition with men especially at sex parties when they think about it, it comes down to the size it comes down to is this man yeah. making my lady feel comfortable do I have to intervene there's always some type of unspoken tension when you bring in group sex kink and men And I think that could be almost a form of toxic masculinity within itself, even though in a sex positive environment, because end goal is, yeah, they're not technically fighting, but they might perform a little harder to make sure, you know, the woman at hand might be reminded like, oh, her partner puts in work regardless.
1: Unless that turns bad. A, I don't see that in the situation. Now, there is that thing like, okay, and that's what this whole cucking thing is about to a certain degree. And again, I'm speaking primarily from that, but we could talk about nuance when it comes to maybe just regular and that type of thing. But it's like, of course I'm going to make your woman make noises that she never made before. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, And when you speak about the the male ego of sorts, again, you know, of course it has to be checked in, of course within a safe space or whatever like that, but it's like, (laughs) <laughs> Those things are essential. You gotta have them. Like like if you don't have a guy that wants to be the best with your and, and you're familiar with hypergamy, right? No. Are you familiar? No. As a as a woman, biologically, genetically. And I'm, I'm talking, and look, you know, when me and you talk, you know, I don't talk in absolutes. I'm talking in generalities, right? I know I don't have to say that with you, of but, course. you know. Okay.
0: No, listen, we got to treat each episode like a learning moment. So some people might be new to this ideology. Okay. So there we go.
1: Okay. Well, when, when intelligent people like me and this beautiful creature talk, we we aren't speaking in absolutes. We're speaking in generalities, and life is about the generality. Of course, we can... Uh, talk to with blue in the face about the, the the small amounts of things that happen, but mainly we want to talk about the majority of things, that type of thing. So it's like, okay, with this hypergamy thing, usually women want the best guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they do mate and be with the best guy because that guy can protect her, provide for her and her offspring, that type of thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's biology. Now flip it on his head. What do guys have? What do guys want? Now, because we're in 2023, the things that guys want are shame. You know, if guys have standards and all this kind of other good stuff, no. But a woman can, you know, that type of thing. So it's only because, and again, the toxic masculinity, men have allowed that. You know what I mean? Because right now things are uneven. You know, it's totally swayed, pendulum the other way. So it's like with this toxic, toxic masculinity, and you spoke about it in the beginning, like... You, you as a woman, you're giving leeway to kind of... You can do what you want. You know what I mean? Like, I would say
0: we're allowed to do what we want what we are allowed to do what we want with certain limitations. Let, let's not get that twisted. Okay, well, well, let's say this. All right, so let's go with that. What what, what um, exceptions
1: do you have within the law that I do not? Meaning... Okay.
0: So, not even this... is that I do not. You said, what What do I have of what?
1: What, what advantages uh, via the law? What what advantages have you been given via the law that I have not?
0: Honestly, I, mean, I think we already know the. Yeah, it's we nothing. Already know it's nothing. To be honest, I think nothing. You don't. You
1: don't... All right, well, let me, well, let me ask you this. And again, you know how we're talking, but let's say me and you got together, right? Mm hmm. sex, right? And you get pregnant.
0: I would say, again, that's in that's within reason. Because the fact that I do live in a state that allows me to have those options. But right now, we're still fighting for the fact that abortions, alternative birth you methods... Though, say what? You, you can still go. I can still it's not go. not like Right. Yeah. So, so, but that so is, I get that. I yeah. get that. And I'm taking
1: into, account, into like consideration all that. All I'm saying is... If me and you had sex and had a baby, and I wanted to keep the baby and you did not, yes, what's going to happen to that baby? It right? always goes down and to the mother's
0: then, choice. Yes. So all I'm
1: saying is, and again, a man allowed that to happen. A, a man put that into law. So I'm not in any way shirking that. No. And actually, I'll even say this: weak men destroy countries. They do. Okay. I, I'll make that. I'll make that all the way clear. And I'll even say, like, okay the condition that we are in right now is because men haven't stepped up and men have allowed themselves to be punching bags men have you know all of these things i'll take full accountability you know what i mean top to bottom full stop the whole thing and unfortunately
0: we have to add some very weak women too because it makes no sense where a woman is stepping into office regulating my body my choice Mm. period
1: hey well, well, you know what? Let's let's dive into that. Let, let, let's really get into that, right? So, Because there is toxic what, what
0: female it, oh, energy, too. What,
1: what is really... I know the feelings is because it's, it's our body, but as a man, like, like I'm, I'm used to war. I'm used to games. I'm used to, like, athletics. This is war. So it's like, okay, when I take my emotions, out, what is this? This is a fucking numbers game. Mm-hmm. The people that's not like us, they have this birth rate terminal, and it's all fucked up. And they're like, hey, I need to control policy. I need to control media. I need to control all these things so that our numbers, I mean, it, it's genetic annihilation. Who doesn't fear that? We don't have that fear. But if if, like, if you used to put yourself in those shoes, if you knew that the sun hates you and that if a million black men got together and fucked a million white women and impregnated them, like they're already are out the door already. But that just expedited. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to put all these policies in place. Yeah, I'm going to put all these things in every walk of life to limit that. And what it's about is me and you understanding that. Mm -hmm. And whenever they, me against you, whenever they try to give you token or symbolic leadership, just to kind of make you feel good when it's not really that, it's just to, you know I mean? It's divine and conquer, but you understand that a lot of other women that people do not and they're like, oh, yeah, I got me a position. It's like, no. no. You're being you. You're a fucking ploy. And they don't know it. Or, or you know what's worse? The ones that do know that they're employed, just like in that first Matrix, uh, I forget his name or whatever, he was like, yeah, I know this shit is fake. I know it's not real, but I want to go back in that shit. So you got all of those people and it's just like, you know? So that's that's why we have these conversations to, to like absolutely expose all of it.
0: And it's funny because even in the world of kink, there is that feeling because we've touched upon this, being seen as just a sexual object, you know, being a a conquering moment to say like, oh, I had sex with my first black person, you know? It becomes that Uh, fetish thing, you know? Even like, as I've told King Dom in our episode talking about BNWO, you know, personally for me, Anything with race play, anything where my myself is not seen as divine, it's yeah. only the fact that I have black pussy and that I'm a black woman. Yeah. I don't like any of yeah. that. I don't like to be right. reminded and be basically picked apart. how these fuckers think, Safi, like baby. All right, so look. <laughs> That's why I was like, I give respect to you and, you know, King Dom. Because again, like, I have nothing against, I have nothing against you brothers, you know, you kings, doing what you do as far as being someone's bull.
1: I, sorry to cut you off, but look, I I know that you're awesome. I know that your soul is awesome. I know that every cell about you is fucking spectacular. But when them fuckers see you, that is all they see. Of course. Like, Period. So it's like, for me, and, and I guess Don feels the same way, it's just like, look, I'm from Louisiana, right? I'm used to, I'm used to, like, in-your-face racism. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't do that, I'm a smile with you. No, if I don't like you, no, like, that's what it is. So right. that's how I like it. And, and as much as we try to get away from it or whatever, it's like, yeah, they are coming to us because, I am a black man and black dick and all this kind of other good stuff. I mean, they can go look at the white on white porn if that's, what they, if that's what they want, but they're coming here for a certain reason. And, and again, it is where you're at. I, I'm okay with them stating the obvious because I'm going to fucking state the obvious because that's why you're here. You know what I'm saying? They want to hear that shit and I, I like saying that shit. Your white ass is only coming around me because you want to be around a black kid, huh? Tell the truth. Oh my mm. God, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, make that shit
0: known. I definitely see what you're meaning on that because again they did come there for a specific reason my thing is is also is it a form of toxic masculinity especially when white men approach black women or any woman of color in general when it's no longer seen as they're just a person it's they're fetishizing and again this seems to be like an ongoing theme as I'm realizing these past couple of episodes of earplay Talking about sexual fetishization, especially in the world of cuckolding, because again, that's what we're presented with the facts. You know, speaking to black men like yourself who are either the bull or the cuck or both, and then talking about the women who might be involved, whether it be white women, black women, Latino women, Asian women, all those things. You know, again, is it a form of toxic masculinity when they state what they want? or is it just something that's tolerated or maybe i'm just confused by the the whole idea itself because to me it comes off a little toxic if you're talking about your goals and it's no longer reduced to the woman at hand it's only solely due to the fact that she's a woman of color
1: all right well well, let me ask you this you've heard women talk and say the different things that they want to happen at a particular night, mm-hmm. how they want that guy to look, how they want to get stroked out, how they want to get slutted out. If I talk about it all the time, I don't think we want true equality. I don't think we want that. I I mm, as men, we have to have a responsibility, accountability, that type of thing, or the all the earth is going to fall to shit. We have to. Like, I think uh, I think that was in a, a Godfather movie. Uh, men and women can do whatever the fuck they want. It's men who, look, look, I got to go. I got to go be out there on that oil rig to make sure that we got oil for the rest of the country. I got to make sure that the power grid is working. All this stuff or whatever. Like, all I'm saying is, fam, like, <laughs> it's a big responsibility. It's a, it's a lot to really consider. And it's like, it's not going to stop.
0: Mm-hmm or you can know, it and, Or can it stop or do you think that we are just so far gone off to making things self-righteous because again i'm only stirring the pot because it has been a constant thing that i've been seeing a repeated pattern because you know just as much as civil rights are taking a turn right now we do have to think about our own civil rights in the bedroom as well too you know they try to say that sex and politics don't mix But I think they they absolutely do with cases like this, you know. Definitely. Well, one thing about like
1: this, Uh, what do they say? Everything is about sex, except sex. Sex is about power.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go ahead. No, I'm agreeing. I'm saying, yeah, it's true. So with fetish, fetish is actually,
1: again, stating the obvious, like, okay, I'm going to dominate you in this area, and M, just depending on which, which area you're going in. So it's like again, like there's nothing wrong with a woman saying I want to have this experience and we don't call it toxic. Mm-hmm. And we call it toxic. That's what the fuck she wants. And, and just to speak about objectivity again, I'm, I'm looking to empathize with women, okay? But since antiquity women have been and we talked about it in the beginning, guys only get success to, to, to give the benefits to women for the most part. We'd rather be out in the wilderness to so not brushing our teeth, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, do things for women. So it's like, okay, with that being said, it, it's, uh, what you gonna do about it? Like, like, women want something and it's not going to change. Men want something and it's not going to change. However, how it's said to a woman, I could say needs to be said a certain way, um, I'm not a coddler to women. I'm not going to coddle you. I li- I'm going to tell you something truthful in a player-type way, but I'm not going to, like, lie to you. Then I'm not going to give it to you to where you can't digest it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, women have desires. They want certain things. So do men, though. And we just have to kind of learn how to communicate to each other. Because, look, babe, I'm objectified every time I step outside the door. Yeah. I know that. For my money, for my success, what I'm driving, the whole nine. Now some women may feel like maybe that shouldn't happen or whatever is going on to make them feel a certain way to make them feel like they are objectified. But it's like, I don't want to say that's the way of the world, but it's just like, all right, so let's just say it like this. Women come into this world already having their value. Whatever you are is whatever you are. You can work out, you can better yourself, whatever. Whereas men, I got to go in and get this money. I got to make myself good. I got to get to the, a nice status to attract a woman. L- let me say it like that. To attract a woman. Women don't, like, like babe, you could be working in, in Arby's. If a dude think you fly enough and he got the money and you like him, vice versa, you gone. You out of there. It's not going to happen the opposite way. If, if a millionaire woman comes in Arby's and sees a cool dude at the register, oh, so she going to take him home? She, 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 she might yeah. take him home the blanket, No, I see what baby. that is,
0: yeah. And then on, fo- on uh, top of that, you know, flip the script. <laughs> Because I was just watching uh, a documentary series, Rap Caviar, on Hulu, and they were doing a segment on pussy rap, talking about the City Girls in particular. Okay. All right? Yeah. And big every- Dom rap,
1: what I call it. You yeah. said what?
0: You said big wap.
1: I call it Femdom rap, like fem- female domination rap. That's I mean, what I it call is. It.
0: it is. Femdom rap, pussy rap, whatever you want to fucking call it. You know. Right. They definitely have said You know, they had Lil' Kim, Sweetie, all, you know, the female rappers, Rhapsody, talking about this. And, you know, the fact that City Girls kind of put the map on Pussy Rap of this day and age. You know, Cardi B, yes, has her dues too. But when City Girls came out, it was a whole different vibe. And even the hip-hop moguls of this earth, Jermaine Dupree even said, I don't want to hear strippers talking about sex. I'm tired of these women talking about their good coochie. If you got to talk about good coochie and having, you know, good pussy, chances are the pussy is trash. And I'm like, no, fuck you. That's a double standard (laughs) because I have to hear, you know, the men's lyrics talking about how many bitches they fucked. Yeah. I got to hear about your dick all the time. How your dick be plummeting and all this, you know, fucking hoes and all this. Again, that's not my mindset. But it's like, why right. can't a woman freely talk about sex without being labeled a fucking hoe? Yes, I could be a self-proclaimed hoe if I want to, okay? But I can't be, you can't just put me in a category because I'm talking about my pussy so much. Let that be said. I can't walk around and call you a fuck boy for every time you talk about your motherfucking dick. Because that's what a fuck boy does. You talk about your fucking dick. But how dare we disrespect the king's how dare we disrespect kings for talking about their pussy? I mean, for talking about their dick game. But how dare me, as a fucking hoe, talk about my pussy game? You know what I mean? That's the double the, standard.
1: Yeah, the, at, at the double standard. Oh my gosh, it, it, it's amazing. Like, like it, it's when you sit back and look at it, it's like, okay, wow. Like, like this is okay for one group, but it ain't okay it ain't for okay. the other group.
0: Exactly. It, And then they even broke it down by class. If a white woman talks about her pussy, she's not technically a hoe. She might be classified as a porn star or she might be, you know, an escort. But if a black woman does it, oh, hell, we are every derogatory name to man on top of porn star, hussy, heathen, you know, oh, broke bitch. All this yes. different shit. So it all comes into play with toxic masculinity because women can be fucking toxic too to other women. We got toxic and, and that, women in the that, fucking government right now, but are we talking about it? Fuck no, we're not. Fuck no, we're not. And and it's not really my
1: place to talk about the, the, the but You know, like we, we try to keep things separate, but mm-hmm. I have for women and the things that be going on, I'd be like, that ain't your sense, sis. Like, like she's not she's not for you. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I'd be astonished. I'm like, ain't you go what the I can't get into it. That's female business. Yeah. But it's like man, you know what I'm saying? It's amazing. And it's like, okay, the women that are intuitive, the women that that pay attention, those women they can relate to each other. They can hang out. In the, in, and it's a small group of them. Mm-hmm. very small. The majority of these other women, that are just like. Yeah. And they're dead weight. They, they're, they're drinking all the Kool Aid. They, they, they would sell you out for a minute for anything. And it's just like.
0: Why? You know what I'm saying? Why?
1: For what reason? Because, I mean, think about it, fam. I mean, I, I ain't going to try to get too political or whatever like that. But it's just like, those women would rather have voted for Trump than somebody who has a uterus like you. Or I, I don't know her her biological, but you get She's a woman like you. And you would rather go with this mofo and know all the stuff he did to women? Like, you you cool with that? So it, it's just... Double it,
0: standards. Everybody has
1: a, but you would hope that some people would try to be on the team and be down, but it's like, bam. It you know what I'm saying?
0: It does suck. It does suck. Let's get into king behavior because, you know, especially in the black community, whenever we hear men, women refer to kings, we're like, hold up, is this hotep culture, you know, in hotep, in hotep for the folks that don't know. I did my little research, okay, because I had to. Because again, when you're talking about Hotep culture, some people bring it back to that one specific episode in Insecure. I think it was like season two or three. And Molly basically flat out said, I'm there's no way in fuck I'm dating another Hotep. Get rid of the Hotep. Oh. Now, in the Afrocentric circles, okay, Hotep is and still like was and still is. It's basically meaning. I come in peace. All right. That's the that's the original phrasing. All right. It can yes. be traced back to ancient Egypt. And again, yep. to be rest. Yeah. To be to be at rest, to be satisfied, to be content. That's what Hotep means. So where in the fuck did I come in peace come into fuck boy? Yeah. Toxic I mean, key, look, masculinity. When- there it is.
1: They can fuck it up. But yeah, like, like, nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But go go into your question, though, about, about that kink behavior, though, because I want to, I want to yeah. dive into
0: that. So where does the line be crossed between a man who classifies himself as hotep versus a man who is a king? Because for me, personally, I'd be like anybody who addresses themselves as king was a hotep. But then I start here. <laughs> then I meet you and Dom who both refer themselves as king i mean pharaoh for christ's sake the name pharaoh means king okay so i meet y'all and it's like wow wait a second you're not calling me queen every five minutes because you know my fucking name you're you're not trying to press your penis onto me because you have respect so maybe the fact is hotep and king two different separate things you didn't just come in peace you came in with royal fucking behavior you came in like a fucking gentleman so where do we change the narrative in the black culture with hotep and kingism
1: all right so as we said at the top or a- as i said at the top i have a responsibility as to what i am to the standard for me uh as a man i'm tasked with creating safe environments because environment isn't safe. Don't no woman want to be around that? I can't have no babies. I can't do nothing if the, if I don't dictate to the environment a peaceful surrounding, a safe space, right? So that is so. by doing that, I have to have some things in place. I need to be disciplined and, and with my mind, with my body, with my money, with my spirit, all of that. All of that has to be right. Because the minute you sense some of that shit ain't right as a woman... Like, when you—since there's insecurity or whatever, that makes you act a certain way. Then that's going to make me—it's a chain reaction type thing. So, with that being said, like, I have a responsibility because if a woman sees a Black man and she don't know him from Adam, and I've given her a good experience, she will more than likely think that she's going to get another experience from a Black man, Right? But if she had a bad experience before she met me, and I meet her, she's gonna automatically assume, you know, what I mean? especially if she hasn't done the work to fix the hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. I play cleanup to a certain degree, you know what I mean? And that's what's kind of going on in our inter- interpersonal relationships. You know, everybody's saying, "Who hurt you?" Well, somebody has hurt everybody, men and women. Uh, they've hurt themselves on the inside, and you know, you're never supposed to come into a relationship with past hurt. Mm. You know what I mean? All of this, anything from the past that's negative, where it's supposed to be, clean slate. That and, and that person is not there to complete you. You're coming into that relationship as a complete person. So you're not coming in there with lack, scarcity, fear, none of that shit. You're supposed to be coming into it like that. So I think a lot of us are coming into it at that. And then we have all kinds of insecurities within the relationship. So that's why we have all of these issues and shit. And that's why to the point that good relationships are such a far going, cause it's like, wait, Y'all together? Wait, y'all still together? Wait, y'all... It's like, oh, yeah, like... And newsflash, humans weren't meant to be alone. This experience is so much better as a human when you got somebody or some somebody's, you know what I'm saying, that you have a genuine connection with, period.
0: I, I keep saying this, you know, even though they're saying right now that COVID is... The days of COVID are over, okay? Okay. One lesson that we have to take from it, from being in quarantine, is the fact that a lot of people started realizing how lonely they were when physical touch was taken away from them. Why are you so angry all the time? When's the last time someone hugged you? And the fact of the matter is it's like sex can also be seen as therapeutic because you are giving your body to someone else. And I think we we tend to forget We tend to forget a lot about human touch in sexual relations. Right. I like to have sex with intention now because that feels good to the soul. Before, yeah, I used sex and I was like, it's recreational. But now it's like, sex with intention. Yeah. Sex with intention now. Oh my God. This sex is not for everybody, it's not for everybody.
1: <laughs> you are who you are, my love. Well, let me ask you this. Well, let me propose this to you. Yeah, I want you to talk about your driest, least attention-getting day, like like whatever that day was. I, I know you can't fathom that because you know whatever, but whatever that day is, because we're bringing it, you know, on topic mm-hmm. or whatever, talk masculinity, explaining things. Those that day when you got your lowest amount of attention. DMs, whatever the fuck. There, are, there are some guys. Most guys, they don't even get that when it comes to attention. I want, I want to, I want to impart that upon you. Like men don't get unless they're a guy that has set himself apart, take like done the work and good to go. And even those guys don't get the attention that an average woman would get. But anyway, the average and below average guys. Oh my god, babe, they, they, they. To explain toxic masculinity why he like and men need to have sex just like how you said you need that attention and, and that, like like men biologically need to put their dick in a hole they need to ejaculate they need to now, historically historically speaking like only only uh what 40 percent of men have, have been able to reproduce so the other 60 have never been able to and again we talked about hypergamy mm-hmm. women are going to Who's the best man with the best genes, the best situation, the best all of that, so they can impart that to their kids. So, if you're a dude that's not doing shit, if you ain't got nothing going on or whatever, you're not permitted to go to pussy heavy. It's not happening, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> with, with, you're a fool this for type that one, shit, dude. It, it's it's very important that you as a man, and you know, life has kind of changed, but it's still the same. Mm-hmm. Like back in the had to be his strongest so he can go out and go kill this mastodon, kill this whatever, to bring the food back to the what you call it. Life has kind of changed in the sense that, you know, women are more so in the workforce, but I be goddamn women still want that breadwinner. I don't care if she's one of the women that has 12 degrees or whatever. That woman want to sit on her ass, really. She don't want to have to work. Just how you're talking about, like, we always had interaction and we could interact, but the moment that's taken away now it's like, ooh, I want to do it. So, you know, w- when you have these things to where women can't get the guy that they really want. Because, look, attention all day long, all day, every day, whatever. But it's the guy that, re- that, that you really want, and he wants you, and he wants to have a life with you. You can get anybody to fuck you, too. Anybody wants to fuck you. But that that's not really a notch in a woman's belt. That's nothing. And you get a guy that's going to hold you down and take care of your motherfucking ass for the rest of your life and really fuck with you forever. Every woman can't say that. Mathematically, every woman can't say that. If we think about it mathematically, there's only a certain amount of... If we wanted to go black, we can even narrow it down. There's only a certain amount of black men. There's only a certain amount of black men that got the money. They got only a certain amount of black men that's going to like you, because some dudes is gay. Uh, a certain amount of black dudes that's got the money, likes you, all these other things. That's like 2% of guys. So now you gotta share a guy,
0: mathematically. And there's also women too, the same way. It's like, it's hard to find connection with just anybody in general. It's hard. People are afraid to be vulnerable. Okay. Yeah. Vulnerability is a very hard thing to come by. Add everything else, you know, especially for a woman like me, some people are not going to be down with the fact that I'm queer or that I'm polyamorous and that if you want to get in relationships with me, you have to remember the fact that there are others before you. You know, I don't like to put hierarchy as a thing, but there are things such as I have a relationship, deep relationships with two other individuals and my time, my available time is going to go to them first. You know, of course. so they, there's so many different like, it's, vulnerabilities it's not
1: wanting vulnerable and not wanting to also like hurt feelings. Like, yeah. I don't mm, I don't. But bro, these are my standards. Take it or leave it.
0: And it's not you know? it, it's not a bad thing to have standards. I think people, you know, think that be, having standards or like leveling up is being bougie. And I'm like, no, it, it's called you're sick of the bullshit you're sick of bullshit Look, sometimes we we in order to level up you got to stop making the same fucking mistakes
1: that's insanity right to do the same thing over and over again and hope for a different outcome that's insanity in every sense of the word and and, and it's also a thing of okay uh, we talked about hypergamy women are going to want what they want they want the best period now whether she can get that or not that's on her exactly you know what I'm saying? and we don't say It's like okay you can want what you want But reality is reality. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get whatever you actually work for, whatever you did to work for, and that type of thing. You can want whatever you want. And don't be bitter at nobody else because you didn't get what you didn't work for. You
0: know what I mean? Facts. Facts. Facts is facts. Now, as we're drawing a close to time, I didn't forget this. Damn. (laughs) First of all I have to say All of this That you're saying I love how everything Has gone hand in hand The toxic masculinity The behavior But let's talk about Penetration Of the mind Okay But let's bring it back to that Because again It's a factor Of being vulnerable Is If you can't It's not mind games I want people to understand That You know Penetration of of the mind Is not a mind game No Okay If I can't connect with you on a intellectual level what the fuck am I doing here sometimes even if it's just mindless sex okay, even if it's just like a hit it and quit it kind of moment I still want my mind being penetrated first because if I can't have a decent conversation with you if I can't get a yep. little deep with you what makes you think I want you to be deep inside of me I don't care if you're a man woman transgender I don't yep. care who the fuck you are? What I care about is how are you going to penetrate my mind and then to penetrate my body?
1: So so that comes from uh, an initial respect for the person that you're going to be sharing energy with to actually want to know where they're coming from. like, And, and you know, we get this question all the time. Well, you know, uh, how do you know if you're dealing with a couple? Like, because they always say, oh, what if, what if they just see you as BBC and, right. you know, just a mom? Dick or whatever so it's like for me i'm having the conversation with the mofos do they actually regard me as a human being i can tell that off the bat i'm not gonna fuck them if i if i feel like that so it, the screening process the vetting process you know just like you're saying like if we don't connect yeah we can have dick and pussy situation but it's like i know for me again i'm a man right I know that when I interact with a woman, even even on a porn set, mm-hmm. if I have a conversation with that woman before, maybe make her laugh, relate with her, that scene is going to be 10 times better Facts. than if I did not. You know what I'm saying? Facts.
0: Facts. And let's not get it twisted either, because I think some people are actually scared when you connect with somebody like that, and then you have sex with them, and it's like, oh, fuck. Am I falling with that right am I falling in love with them and it's like no it's the fact that you just got penetrated on a different level other than sex it's not just the physicality of sex you actually let somebody in and it made it feel good because again sex with a connection it's doesn't not like we need to we need to stop thinking that sex and making a connection with somebody it automatically means like okay we gotta marry them no you can have yeah. Yeah, it's just energy that's being exchanged. That's good energy. That's a good connection. And I'd rather have that than trash dick or pussy or trash toy game because the person didn't want to intellectually tap in and, like, look me in their eyes when we're fucking. Yeah. That shit is weird. We that shit is weird.
1: And, and then, too, so, so there's the, the, the pre-care we're talking to make sure that we're on the same level. Um, During it, we're having some type of exchange. Mm -hmm. You good? I'm good? In fact, it's like, are you... Like, I'm a staunch proponent if I have an aftercare after just a regular fuck session. How are you? Are you good? You know what I'm saying? We we had a nice little moment. You know what I'm saying? Are you feeling any type of way? Anything you want to talk about? Now, talk about toxic masculinity and the whole thing or whatever. Like, I really with the climate of everything right now, and again, most, most of my dealings, most of my play situations are in lifestyle things, so I don't really deal with vanilla women like that. But let's say I was. Let's say I was a vanilla guy. It would probably be real smart. And again, she could say anything after the fact, but at least you put forth the effort to say, after you had a session, how you feel? That. What's up? And maybe, and again, I know that, you know, a chick could say anything. She she could do anything after. She can even lie to you to your face. Oh, I'm great. And then go run down to, her, to the prison scene and say some bullshit. That, that's within her person, I guess. She can do whatever. But it, at least you're like... You know, let, let, let's say it was a, a, a group situation. Mm. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking about that Tennessee cop. You know, that got caught, the, that woman cop or whatever. So yes. I'm like... Because sh- you got superiors and all the other stuff, right? But let's just say they had done it right. Okay, hey... How are you trying to feel? Because you know the husband knows about this shit too already. It ain't exactly. like he don't know. So why not have conversations, talk about it, don't do it on the job. I'm paying taxes for it. Hello. Hello. Exactly. Um and trying to avoid embarrassment. Bitch, I don't want you to be dance, get offered ten thousand dollars to dance at a local strip club just because we couldn't keep this thing under wraps. You
0: know what I mean? Safe space, if you catch my dream. No, I 1000%. And I think that couples need to realize this too, because again, if you are in a relationship, okay, whether it's polyamorous, monogamous, open, you're in a relationship, okay? And it's a two way, three way, four way, however situation it may be, because I'm not trying to generalize this. To monogamous folks. But I hear a lot of this, especially from the cucking world lately, okay, on the moan space, that, you know, I'm hearing more one sided, oh, my wife will be okay even if I spring it on her. No, never spring. Please stop springing group sex or settings or bringing in random men. Thinking your lady that night wants to be put in a cuck situation. And I'm glad that you reacted that way. Because I had to set somebody straight on the Moan app recently. They shut down their room because they probably didn't like what they were hearing. But I'm like, listen, (laughs) fool, like, you cannot say, oh, I'm going to have a dude in the closet. Watch me fuck you and be okay with it. I'm not gonna be safe as a woman And especially if like again If this is a partnership I don't care if you're my husband My boyfriend, my girlfriend There's no way in fuck if I'm connected To you that you're ever gonna Spring up any group Like situation, I have to be In the mind space, okay Give me at least a heads up to be like Oh by the way on Saturday How would you feel if we just Sporadically have a Three way with somebody or I have homie in the closet, and you act like they're not there because they want to get off to that. You know what I mean?
1: In a room one time, uh, I think that was Maud, but I talk about the the unsafety... It's just so unsafe for a Black man to even do a session mm-hmm. with... And a lot of people... Well, I've never thought about this. So it's like, look, man... And that's why it's so important to have the conversation with them. And, of course, they can still lie or whatever, but at least you... you you don't wanna be fucking no no racist, no no KKK motherfuckers that that's just trying to set you up. Like, hello. So it's like, okay, let's say, like the scenario you were saying, the husband wants to do they call it the blindfold, right? Where they try to blindfold their wife mm-hmm. and then you know, some shit or husband, uh, you know, the, the wife you they know, switch she tells the wife to open yeah. up and it's just a black dick in her mouth or whatever. And it's just like so many cups have that fantasy or whatever, and it's like, okay. Let's hash that out. Like, we can, we can pretend like it's a fucking thing or whatever, maybe tell your wife, hey, we may do something maybe this weekend and she has a heads up. But still, let's say that shit happens and she's not down with it. She makes us think about it. You're at a hotel or whatever the hell. Now the police got to get called. The only person that's going to get fucked up, potentially, is that black dude that you brought in there. You know what I mean? Not even the husband, because she, she'll be like, oh, well, he was just trying to do whatever. But that black dude's going to get a charge. So it's just like, no, everything consensual. Everybody need to know everything that's going on. And even in the middle, I'm like, hey, y'all still good? We still all right? Yes. Because no.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because, again, I feel like that is a thing that people need to take in consideration because a lot of cucks you know, want this fantasy of, you know, their wives, their girlfriends being fucked by black men. But also you gotta tap in with the fact that these are scenarios that can and will happen. You know. And even just in in if we take For the most part
1: I'm sorry. For the most part, the the cucks are gonna be the guys. They're gonna in the, in the partnership. They're gonna be the person that introduces to their wives. But whenever I'm doing this, I'm happy please believe i'm having a conversation with the wife over and over and over again to make sure that she's down like because i know that the husband wants it and that's fine maybe but do you want it my girl do you actually want this like like look your husband off to the side he he not here do you want to have sex with a black guy and if she gives me any type of wet
0: done yes
1: No. no 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 you don't have to do this at all in fact, I don't want you to do it until you really want to do it. Like, don't, don't do it. It's off. Don't worry
0: about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, and it. I'm glad that you bring that up because, again, it is a, pa- a, a fact of a mind fuck, too. Because men will manipulate their women into doing things that is not sexual. You know, even vice versa. Women will sometimes pressure the men to be like, I need you to be okay with the fact that I want to have sex with another man and maybe have you watch that's a mind fuck, too, because, OK, in his mind, he's like, well, she loves me and I want to provide for her, but I'm giving her something I can't provide. And even the man might see vice versa, like I want to give her something that she's never had, has expressed to it. But no matter how many times we express things, expressing things and actually going through with things are two different <laughs> things. And that's why it is so vital to check in, like you said, with the partners before, before during and after
1: babe hey, my my worst fear my my worst fear and i want i want to illustrate it for you you got a cuck in the cup chair right me and his wife are in the bed my back is to him cuz he's in a cup chair i'm about to insert and he has this click out moment. like what the fuck am i doing all pandemonium breaks out that is that that is that is more likely to happen than not.
0: I can Honestly believe it. Honestly and
1: truth. So it's like, <laughs> I put my life on the line. You put your life on the line. Every like, th- This is not no nothing you want to just play with, sharing energy. Like, no. You want to make sure, 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 that who you're dealing with, and still you never know. You can only be a 99% sure, because anything can happen. But it's just like, this is what we're dealing with. And that's why these motherfuckers got to pay. That's why it's a luxury. That's why it's like, like no. If I'm going to spend my energy, my time with you, because I'm not going to get it back. Mm-hmm. Ever. Get money back. But I can't get this time back. So if I'm going to do it, you're going to pay top dollar. That's why it's a luxury.
0: Facts, facts. Man. So how often would you say, you know, because we didn't tap into your side of the business and... You you seem like you, you are ODD, on-demand dick, okay? Or should I say O-A-D, open appointment dick, <laughs> only appointment dick. <laughs> if people want to book this dick, how do they yes. go about to book the dick? Well, it's a...
1: It comes in variety uh, in how you want to do it, or whatever. I mean, I, uh, like, right now, I'm really getting into this this hugging and, and cuddling now. Like, it's like oh. no sex. Like, 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 wives really want me to come over, like, sleep in a bed with them. Husband sleeps on the floor. And they pay me just to cuddle them, like like they just want to feel man bones, like collarbones on their back, <laughs> like like that. That's a new thing for me. But anyway, so I got a website. of uh, you are, I think you gonna put my link tree on there so they can get to me that way or whatever. But um, I'm here to provide a certain experience that is very rare. Um, and it's like I have an understanding of. Nuance. I have an understanding of relationship dynamics and you don't have to wonder. You don't have to wish. You don't have to only see it in videos or whatever. It's actually here. Mm. You know
0: what I mean? Mm. I love that. What's coming up for you so people can start to uh, follow you, get in touch with you?
1: All right. So uh, what's ongoing is I have a condo in South Florida. Uh, where I do sessions. Uh, Cucks can come by and be maids. I train bunnies. I even have this kingmaker program where I talk to kings and make them better as far as how to, you know, demonstrate their kingliness, that type of thing. I have a condo, so I do, like, weekly events there, some free events, some munches and stuff. Um, And on, let me see, this weekend coming up, I'll be in Orlando for this three-day mansion party we got people that's coming in from all over the world. This they is on the uh, the
0: weekend of the 28th, correct?
1: Correct. That's the weekend of the 28th. A big three-day party in Orlando. Um, you know, it's going to be very nice. Uh, I'll put some videos and things that are up. But that is, you have the online bird, you have the online community, and then you have the in-person community. And in order for you to move to the... In person community, it's a vetting process, you know, to make sure that you're good. But you also need to have these interpersonal skills too. Because you can be a superstar online, but then you get in, in person, people are like, oh, we don't like the personality. Right. So, process is we do it here. So, that's on this, not this weekend, but the next, the 28th. And then on Cinco de Mayo, I have another uh, house party, and that's just going to be for two days over the weekend.
0: Very nice. Look at you, Mr. Cuck Matchmaker. I love it. Hey, babe.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm
0: actually. I
1: don't, I don't want to ever think that this, although it's a fantasy and I make the fantasy reality, I don't want to ever make it seem like it, you can't reach out and touch it. You got to spend something for it. It's not free. You got to sacrifice for it, but it is here. You can, you can touch it. It's here.
0: I sw- I wish y'all can see what he just did. He just basically gave me the suave, the weak swive suave. Like, let me just lick my lips and just deep into your soul. Ah! Stop it. Not him perusing his aunt. Mm, Yes. Okay. (laughs) Like I said, it's a rare thing. It's a rare thing to make Sapphire blush. So good job. Um, That's a
1: good thing. That's
0: what's up. Oh, my goodness. Well, again, where can they get in touch with you on Instagram and Twitter? Okay. So Instagram, you can hit me at Matchmaker one
1: Twitter. I'm also cuckmatchmaker Matchmaker. You hit me there. I'm sure Sapphire's going to give y'all my links and things so yes. y'all see me. Yeah, babe. Everything. Oh, decentualcircus.com You get your cook matchmaking, events. Even got clothing on there, Sapphire. I got some gear for you on the way. Don't trip. Oh, shit.
0: Um, yes. Yeah.
1: It's all good. It's the whole thing. It's a lifestyle. It's a whole situation. You come down to South Florida, we can give you the experience, too. So bring
0: that ass. I, I would love to bring my ass to Miami, honey. This ass needs to get a little bit more tan. So, oh, yes.
1: up. <laughs> you coming. No tan lines. It's I'm happening.
0: with it. I'm with it. All right. Well, earbuds, you guys are in for a treat because next week things are going to get a little furry. Yes. For the monsters who know, Barry is one of the first furries that we had on the Moan app. And he's a black furry, if that. So we're going to get into it. Talking about black furrydom. You said what? Yes, black furrydom. That's where it's going to be at next week. So be on the lookout for that episode coming on April 30th. With that said, you know where to reach me at Ms. Radio Sapphire. That's M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E on Instagram at Sapphire's Ear on Instagram. MsRadioSapphire.com is still under construction, but let me tell you the changes that are coming. We're talking a sizzle reel, where you can hire me, my latest, latest drops and everything. But of course, Sapphire's Earplay is everywhere you want to be, just like Visa MasterCard. Let's get me to that one percentile, if not 0.5 percentile. Simply write a review. Wherever you're listening to the podcast right now, five stars. Write me some uh, some reviews. Let's get the shout-out going. Earbuds, remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Till next week. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Remember to follow at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. Want some eargasms of the past and future? Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all streaming platforms.